Hello, hello. Hi, everyone. I hope you guys had like the best holiday season and the best new year. I took the week off because I spent basically the last two weeks just spending time with family, journaling. I made my vision board finally, like I finished it and I fell in love with it. Like it is so beautiful. I hung it up. Um, I got a really cool job. Uh, I don't know if I, I think I mentioned this, but in the last episode or maybe the one before that, I told you guys that I am pivoting my career into social media management. It just feels like such a good fit for me. And ever since I have made that change in my career, things and opportunities have just been flowing to me so easily. And I think it's because I am truly beginning to align myself with what I meant to do. So in the process of that, I onboarded a client and I also got like a really cool job, like an actual job. And I have worked for myself for the last six years. And being an entrepreneur, it's been an incredible time in my life. Don't get me wrong. Like it's been such a unique experience that has forced me to grow, be more responsible. It's really opened my mind to be a lot more optimistic. And I loved it. I loved working for myself. I really did. But I was working for myself doing makeup. And while I love doing makeup, it's not what I want to do long term. It's not what I see myself doing five years from now. And so because it's not what I want to do long term, I had to sort of pivot my life and pivot my career and now I'm a corporate girly like I am a corporate bitch I have a LinkedIn um, and I have like over a hundred connections I don't even know who I am anymore and it just feels like the right thing for me to do I've never ever ever shamed having a nine to five even though I'm not nine to five I'm technically ten to six and I'm doing hybrid (laughs) but still I'm excited Um, I work for an all-girl like an all-women led and ran company Um, I don't know I'm so excited because it just feels like something I'm meant to do and it might not be something I do forever but it's certainly like a step in the right direction I'll still be doing makeup I'll just be doing like high ticket clients so I won't be doing your makeup for a baby shower for example but I will do your wedding makeup you know what I mean like um, so I'm excited I'm excited for the trajectory that my life is going and it feels so exciting to start this new chapter at the beginning of the year you know so yeah I'm really excited I am really hopeful and I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of a life update because that's what's been happening for the last two weeks of my life and it's been going really well Um, another thing that I want to mention is how grateful I am to you guys for supporting the show I, I know I've said it before in the last episode at the end I did cry a little bit I did okay I'm not gonna lie just out of happiness because every time you guys write into the show every time you guys leave a review it just it like makes my heart burst it really makes me so happy I love doing this podcast I love talking to you guys I love interacting with everybody and I feel like we have built like a little home you know in this space and I feel really grateful for that. I have a lot of gratitude to you guys. I really, really do. Like, I feel so empowered. Um, And yeah, I I don't want to talk about that too much because I don't want you guys to get annoyed with me. But just know that I really, really do 
appreciate every single one of you. And you guys might not be, like for those of you listening that aren't, you know, you can't see me, I do upload little clips of the podcast on my TikTok, which is the same handle as my um, Instagram. It's Alex Alvarez. Um, Some people call me Alexa. It's okay. I don't care. But also, that's not my name. It's Alex. (laughs) So (laughs) um, I think it's just because of the way that I made my handle. It does look like Alexa. So I don't blame anybody. But my name is Alex. You know, that's my name, my government name. Um, But for those of you that can't see me, I am wearing a cowgirl hat right now as I record this. I'm in my Yellowstone era. Okay. I am in my Yellowstone era and I am looking for rip. I'm looking for my rip, okay? Is there one in Miami? Um, probably not, but that's okay because I will be going out west at some point in my life on some sort of RV uh, tour. So maybe I'll find my cowboy then, but I am in my Yellowstone era. If you guys haven't seen it, highly recommend that you start watching it. It is a little slow, but shit does go down. So if you're looking for a new show to watch, might be for you. I got um I got a subscription to Peacock specifically to watch that and The Housewives. I am going on a little bit of a tangent here, but listen, have you guys seen what's been going on with Lisa Hochstein and Lenny Hochstein? If you guys don't know who those people are, here in Miami, there is a plastic surgeon. His name is Lenny Hochstein and he is like, sorry, my dogs are barking. Hold on. So before we would jump right into this episode, I just want to catch you up on what's going on. So and I can do a whole deep dive into this scenario because it does fascinate me and I also relate so much to it. Um, but for those of you that don't know, Lenny Hochstein is a plastic surgeon here in Miami. He is known as the boob guy. Like he has done he's a plastic surgeon, but aside from being a plastic surgeon, he's also like a social light, and so is Lisa. So they're very known here in Miami and they've been married for about 12 years. They have two beautiful children together, a house on Star Island, and they are like in the who's who of Miami, you know, and she is a housewife um, on the Real Housewives of Miami. And um, Lenny, back in, I think, April, left Lisa for a much younger woman, like a much younger woman. She's like 25, 26 and she is like a model and the way that he left lisa was really really ugly and we've gotten now like a like a real look into like his motives and like the way that he went about it because when you film for the housewives you get mic'd up so there's a mic that sits in your back and it picks up your audio because that's how the cameras can like pick up clear audio for the show and this idiot had his mic on and was talking to the husband of another housewife or somebody else like his friend and is talking about how um, he thinks he's going to get a divorce, but he doesn't really care um, because it's been coming. It's been a long time coming. And the his friend is like, well, I mean, are you guys sleeping together? Like, are you guys trying to work things out? And Lenny, his Lisa's husband for 12 years and the father of her children says, um, no but do you want to know why and the guy says why like why aren't you sleeping with your wife and he says because i'll be cheating on the person i really care about Mm -hmm. fucking dagger to the heart dagger and like i cannot like i cannot deal 
with the audacity so that's been released and now they're fully in a divorce like fully in a divorce lenny is publicly going out with this woman like they are in a relationship he just bought her a one hundred thousand dollar ap like the guy is super smitten by this model lisa's obviously heartbroken she doesn't know what to do and recently she was spotted out with a guy for new year's so she's definitely living her best life but that whole situation is like so heartbreaking for somebody that never expected to get divorced in the first place you know like he wants her to get like he wants to kick her out of their home like it's a whole thing so I don't know why I brought this up I have a little bit of ADD today but that whole situation is insane and I can do a whole deep dive because in one of the episodes she talks to her mother-in-law and she basically says like I don't know how to date like he's all I know and yet he's out here dating And that right there is something I related to so much when I first got out of my relationship a year ago because the thought of dating somebody new, the thought of sleeping with somebody else, the thought of just as simple as like ordering Uber Eats on the couch of a man I just met, that like I couldn't bring my brain and my soul and my spirit and myself to do that with somebody else. Meanwhile, my ex was like in a full, full blown like relationship so i i understand exactly what lisa's saying and i know that for a lot of women that get out of long-term relationships like the thought of dating somebody new it's just that's not an option and yet you see your partner the person you love move on so easily with somebody else it's a very weird experience so i can definitely do a deep dive on that if you guys want me to um because it's fascinating and me and my sister spend hours talking about it because it's just insane like it's insane um also this is completely um separate but i do have my boobs done (laughs) and if you guys want me to do an episode all about my breast augmentation and all of that i can do that i get questions all the time so I think it'd be easy and like great if I just jam-packed all that information into an episode talking about my titties. I could do that too. Let me know um, and I will be happy to do that for you guys. But without further ado, let's just jump right into today's episode. So I just talked about dating and how hard it is to get into the dating scene after a long-term relationship and that's actually what today's episode is all about. Today we're talking about when is the right time to start dating again. So we have a submission and I'm gonna read it and then we'll go from there. Hello, my boyfriend and I recently broke up after a year of dating. When is it good to start dating new people? So let's just get right into this, okay? Listen, listen. I'm gonna talk to you about my experience and then I'll kind of go from there. When I got out of my long-term relationship dating was not a priority for me like it was not even number one in my top five priorities I for one I was way too much of an emotional wreck to even consider dating somebody let alone like I didn't know how to talk to people I kind of still have a hard time like being emotionally available um but at that time it was like impossible so I didn't care to talk to anybody I didn't care to sleep with anybody I didn't care for I didn't care to get any attention from anybody else because emotionally like I just couldn't do it I was still struggling with the loss of my relationship I was still struggling with my whole world essentially like 
collapsing and having to leave a relationship that at the time I didn't feel I was ready to leave but I had to do it for myself I had to have that dignity I had to say bitch I gotta respect myself enough to get the fuck out of here you know (laughs) um so my first priority and like my main priority was to heal because I was not in a good place now if you find that healing while you are heartbroken healing is you know, not that hard for you. Like you're, you're capable of moving on. Like you're, you're, you're ready to move on. What it comes down to is you move on when you're ready. I didn't feel like I was ready to really start dating until eight, nine, almost 10 months later. And I don't regret waiting all that time. I did it when I was ready. Like now I could go on a date. Fuck. Now I could get in a relationship. Like if I meet the right person, I'm getting in a relationship. Um, I'm ready for that, or at least I think I am, you know, um, but it's it's when you feel like you're ready to go out there, when you feel like you're ready to like, you know, give somebody attention, be flirty with somebody else, it's whenever you are ready. If there's one piece of advice I have to give you, it's this, it is not a competition, It's not a competition. Your ex might jump into a relationship right away. Your ex might start dating a ton of people. Your your ex might start dating a friend of a friend that you hear through the grapevine and it fucking shatters you. You're like, what? I I knew he liked her. I knew he was going to go after her. But it is not a competition. So even if you see your ex moving on, It doesn't mean that he's won. It doesn't mean that he is doing better. It doesn't mean that he never loved you. It just means that that's how he operates. You are two different people. You are going to feel like there's going to be a part of you that feels like he's winning if you see him move on before you do. And you're going to want to prove that like, oh, you you think you can move on from me? Well, I'm going to show you and I'm going to go into a relationship where I'm going to post this guy's hand while I'm out. And while that is fun, like it's fun to like rub that into somebody's face when you are hurt and you want to hurt them back. But when you do that, you're, you're, you're not coming from the right place. You're coming from a place of ego. You're coming from a place of like, you're not coming from the right energy, right? And one of my biggest, one of my biggest resolutions this year is to operate through love, like operate through love in every step that I take, love for myself, love for the people around me. And when I move through my ego and when I do things through ego, I'm not showing myself love, Right. And I'm neglecting the parts of myself that require a bit of softness when I'm mean, when I'm like when I'm in that space of ego, I'm not very kind to myself and I never feel good after. So if you move through a place of ego and you start start to date around just to prove a point, you're going to feel like shit. You're going to feel like shit. You're going to you're going to sleep with somebody and wake up the next day and be like, why the fuck did I do that? You know, because you're not coming from the right place. The moment you start dating without wondering if your ex is seeing you is when you're ready. So for example, you get invited or you get like asked out on a date to Swan, a restaurant like Swan 
or a restaurant like Komodo, like one of those bougie Miami places. When you go, the last thing on your mind is, let me take a picture of my drink with his drink in the back and hopefully my ex sees it and thinks I'm out on a date. Trust me, thinking like that is very natural. It's very normal. And I never want you to feel bad for doing that because at the end of the day, like we're human and we're girls and I get it. But the second you can go out on a date and post a drink just because you want to post it, not because you're wondering if your ex is going to see it or your ex's friend that still follows you is going to see it and show it to him and be like, look where she's at. That's when you're ready. Like that's truly when you're ready to not only date, but to date, to get in a relationship. Because you don't give a fuck. If he sees it, he sees it. If he doesn't see it, he doesn't see it. It's not going to affect you, you know? That's what I want you to base your readiness on is when you're sort of like moving through life as it kind of comes to you without wondering if your ex is seeing how good you're doing. Baby, he's going to see you doing good regardless. You don't, you don't, you're not even going to have to post anything. He's going to know that you're doing good, you know? So... Date with the intention to like get in a relationship. Date with the intention because you're trying to find a person that really suits you, that really works with you, that's really like your person. Because at the end of the day, like that is what you want to do. You want to meet somebody that allows you to be who you are. You allow them to be who they are. And you guys kind of fit together like a pair, you know? not because you're trying to prove a point. And the reason I mentioned that, I know you didn't mention that in your email, but I think it's important that we navigate dating through the lens of like, I want to see if I like this person and I want to, you know, experience people and I want to meet new people, not I want to date because I want to move on or I want to date because I want my ex to see that I'm moving on. It's never going to work out because those are not the right intentions. So my biggest advice to you It's to do it when you're truly ready, to do it when you're like ready, you feel confident, like going out on a date seems fun, not daunting, or going out on a date seems like like a fun opportunity to get to know somebody else because you're confident, not because you're still struggling with the loss of your relationship and you're trying to get over it um, and you're really, really nervous and you don't know how how to act. Like the best way to date is when you're like super confident. Me, I spent so much time pouring into my cup, healing from my relationship, healing from a lot of other trauma that that stemmed from that relationship that like brought me all the way back to my childhood. I I went to therapy, like I really poured into myself to the point where like now I go on a date and yeah, I'm a little nervous, especially if I kind of like the person or I think I might like the person. But overall, I don't question who I'm going to show up as on the date because I know who I am now. I know who I am now. I know what I like. I know what where I'm going. I know what I want in life. I know what I'm looking for. And I feel like you really only get to that point of self-discovery when you spend enough time with yourself. So make sure you're doing that first before you even consider dating because at the end of the day, If you start dating, who are you going to show up as if you don't really know yourself? You know what I mean? Like, who are you going to show up as? And I think that what happens is when we move on too quickly without healing, we don't know, again, who to show up as. So when we meet these people, we sort of want to like mimic their personalities 
to see if we kind of jive and we kind of like have in like we have enough in common but the reality is is that you don't have to have anything in common with somebody to have a really good conversation or to get along and so make sure you're pouring into yourself like you deserve to get to know yourself this is your first time single after your relationship like spend some time getting to know who you are before you get uh before you start spending time getting to know somebody else make sure you're doing that first but overall blanket statement when you're ready to move on you will know when you're ready to start dating you'll feel ready you won't feel rushed you won't feel like you're trying to prove something you won't feel like you need it in order to get over somebody you don't need to do that i know that there's a saying in spanish and and everybody told me this when i was like fresh out of a relationship like people were telling me right away okay do you need to start dating i think it's something like that which basically is like um your your man could be replaced with another man right away you know what i mean but i wasn't looking for a replacement i wasn't looking to replace what i had as a matter of fact like i don't care to replace what i had if anything i care to get something better you know what i mean and i felt like i cannot get something better than what i had because i'm not better i need to be better first in order to get better you know because people told me from the beginning like he never deserved you wait you're gonna meet somebody even better like is that you're the new person you're gonna meet is gonna make your ex look like shit which between you and i uh yeah definitely you know but but i wasn't looking to to do that at the time because one i was really broken two i wasn't ready and three i didn't know who the fuck i was so it was like how am i gonna get better than what i had if i'm the same person which is somebody that's lost a person that's lost I read something, or I'm I'm sorry, I heard something from another podcast, the same one I went on, the coffee breakup, and this guy said it perfectly. He said, in order to attract better, you need to be better, and it's true. In order for you to attract a better man or a better woman, you need to be a better person, so pour into your cup. Make sure you're really like solidified with your vision in life, what you want, like where you're going, who you are, what you like, what you don't like you know because once you can really get comfortable getting to know yourself everything else comes so easily including people that are now a real match for you you know um i think that's what it comes down to is just making sure you're ready but also having a very good sense of identity we do lose ourselves in relationships we really do and i think it's important that we rediscover who we are when we get out of those relationships because when we're in long-term relationships we we build a whole new identity that is infused with this other person so their likes become your likes and their dislikes become your dislikes and vice versa and when you get out of that it's kind of like well did i really like those things do i really not like that like you get to redefine who you are because your personality is no longer infused with anybody else it's just you so once you have a really good sense of self and you feel confident and you don't really care what your ex is doing you don't care that he sees what you're doing i think that's when you're ready to move on uh not to be confused with you know still getting emotional that emotional roller coaster is gonna last a bit you know when you get out of a relationship depending on the person that you are it'll last a little bit and just because you cry over like that life 
doesn't mean that you want it back. You know, it just means that, you know, it hurts. It's, it's a sad thing. Um, so even if you cry, like you get teary-eyed or you kind of get re-triggered when you read an old, old, an old text, that doesn't mean that you're still hung up on your ex. You can still date and move on. It just means that that does have an effect on you still and that's okay. Um, but if you're still calling your ex, if you're still like constantly checking their Instagram, if you're still like looking at old pictures, then maybe it's not ready for you. Maybe it's not time for you to move on. But, you know, if you hear an old song and you want to change the station because you don't want to hear the whole thing, that's normal. You know what I mean? Let me know if you guys need a little bit of clarity on that. But overall, I definitely think that um, if you're ready to move on, you'll know. The best thing to do is to, again, pour into yourself and then you're ready. Okay, I want to read the poll before I wrap this up because um, I did do this as a poll on my Instagram and the results were pretty great. So let's get into that. So I asked you guys on Instagram um, to vote on the poll and the poll was you get out of a long term relationship. When is it time to start dating again? The options were right away. You got to get out there or take your time. Wait a few months. 91% of you said, take your time, wait a few months. And I think that it's it's true. Like, take your time. It's not a competition. It's not a rush. Don't base your progress on what your ex is doing or what you've seen other people do. You know you best, even on the days that you don't recognize who's looking back in the mirror. It is you against you and follow that follow your compass follow yourself and if you don't have that yet then that's where you start before you start dating start dating yourself start getting to know yourself you deserve to know who is it that lives within you like who is that woman who is that person that you know looks back at you when you look in the mirror because once you figure that out everything else just like flows so easily and don't underestimate the power of dating yourself. It's real, it works, and it is the best thing you could do. So wait a few months, take your time. It is not a competition. I'm going to close this episode out with a little poem. And I do not know who, the, who wrote the poem because I don't see it here. But it is a really beautiful poem. And it's short and sweet and to the point. If someone does not want me, it is not the end of the world. But if I do not want me... The world is nothing but endings. So date yourself first, get to know who you are first, and then when you feel ready, go and take on the world of dating. You are going to find your person. Just because it didn't work out with your ex doesn't mean it's the end of the world. It means that it's the beginning of something new. And you have every power in the world to not only discover the love that you have for yourself, but discover a new love with somebody new, somebody that gets to know the real you, the new you, the person that you discover when you go on your journey of self-discovery. That is going to be the love of your life, the love of your life. An ending is not the end. And I know that sometimes we lose hope and we hear all these things online about the world of dating sucks, dating sucks. Oh my God, people out here are crazy. People out here are terrible, but it's what you make it. And the way that you speak has so much power 
you don't even realize. So when you start dating, you may have some bad experiences, but you also may have some really good experiences. So make sure you keep a positive mindset. Make sure you say pretty things about the world that you're living in because when you start dating, that's the world you're living in. You are in the dating world. So, you know, the way that you speak is everything. It has such an influence on your energy. So make sure that you're speaking with kindness to yourself and the world around you. Lead with love in 2023. It's a new year. And it's also a really good time to release your past. Leave your past in 2022. While you may feel pain that you felt for a little bit, for a while, you can leave the habits that you had in the past to like touch on that pain. You can leave that in the year, in 2022. You don't need to bring that in 2023. So while you may still feel certain pains, it's okay. It's a new year and it's a new time for you to reestablish who you are and have new habits, better habits. So I love you guys. Thank you so much for listening. I hope to catch you in the next episode. If you haven't left a review, I would really appreciate it. Every time you leave a review, you make the podcast rank a bit higher and you make it easier for everybody else to find our community. So if you haven't left a review, please do so. And if you want to write into the podcast, you guys can DM me on Instagram or you can email me directly. Both of those, uh, email, the email and my Instagram will be in the description below. Thank you guys so much for listening and I'll catch you in the next one.